Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's been a week of mixed reactions, mixed feelings, but still... When we really look at it, we're the Brooklyn Nets. That's our team. And we're still winning the championship. Let's talk about it. Bam, my friend, it wasn't a good betting week for me. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they haven't been covering quite like they were for a while i mean the lines have moved i'm not mad you know the lines have moved a couple of these games uh we let get away and then like they had they had a game where the um odds makers had it at uh one and a half or you know what they might have been even getting one and a half or something crazy like that and what I didn't was bet the line that in game. The Pacer game. What was the line in that Pacer game? I, was it was it the Pacer game that it was one and a half? I I, I can't it might remember have been because Kyrie didn't play exactly, and I didn't bet that game <laughs> on on some just I you know I got home from from meetings late. I really was asked a lot of stupid questions in the meeting, and. <laughs> I'm hoping they don't listen to this podcast. Um, um, and I just came home angry from from <laughs> from dealing with that. But um, I missed out on betting that. That that would have been that would have made it. That would have softened the blow of this week. Right. Yeah. The Nick game was one that they should have covered, but you know they had some late game mishaps. But ultimately, they you know they won. What, so what do you think? What do you attribute that to? Like. Like not to, we're not gonna focus focus on that game. But what what do you attribute them like the Knicks catching up at the end there? I think it's hard in the NBA to sustain a, a long when you get a big lead early. Mm-hmm. It's hard to sustain it because um, all teams make runs, right? And all it takes is a couple of three pointers on back to back possessions, and you know an eighteen point lead is a twelve point lead, a twelve point lead is a six point lead, right? Uh, and the Nets do have problems particularly getting the ball inbounds cleanly late in games. It's, it's been an issue all season. Uh, they've won a lot of games despite it. Is it Joe Harris's one. fault? I would not put him in those situations. Uh, he's Joe's slow-footed. There's, there's, not, mm. there's no quickness to his game. Um, he's been the guy inbounding, and I don't, I don't, I don't trust him in late-game situations yeah. for some reason. That's something that when Duran is back, I would prefer him or Green because they have height and length. Mm-hmm. So it's not a problem for them to pass over or around somebody. Where right. Joe, I think it is, and I do think he gets a little flustered. Um, even forgetting the one that in Washington, that was more of just like a quick miscommunication type thing. It's been an issue all, all season. They had a problem with it in Atlanta. 
the Nick game, even against the Pacers, you know, they had another play stolen from them and, you know, Karras hits a three. So it's, it's down to four. Like that shit that when the playoffs come, you just, you don't want to blow a game like that. Um, you know, cause it, or, or go wind up going into overtime. It's tough to beat a team twice in the same game. So that, that's something they definitely need to clean up. Yeah. I mean, look, I, that game was never in jeopardy. Like I, I don't understand when I see Nick fans celebrate that shit because it wasn't. It it still wasn't a close game to me. In in terms of they made a run, and it was like you know your little brother hitting a few shots from deep in in the in the driveway, but it's not sustainable. Well, there's there's two sides to every you know story and a fan perspective. The Nick fan perspective is. We fought back, and we had some tough calls go against us. The Net fan perspective is, for literally two hours of real time, the Nets had a double-digit lead, yeah. and they took their foot off the gas. The Knicks hit a couple of shots, and then the Nets did what they had to do. They they got their buckets back, and they they they, they won the game. Um, so it really wasn't a close game. It looked closer than it was because for the last four or five minutes. You know, the Knicks made some runs. The Nets never actually had, like, that knockout blow where they pushed it to 20 or 25. But, I mean, you know, they kind of played with them for two and a half quarters. Right, and that's – that's and they they want to say that, oh, Derrick Rose isn't healthy. Like, Derrick Rose is a is a linchpin on your team? I, well, well, look, <laughs> that, look, you have to take – everything is relative. So, yes, for them, he does matter. Um so that is a loss for them, but I mean, if you know, we have the ultimate trump card in any of those. Well, but this guy didn't play arguments, and I guess besides maybe the Lakers. But so look, I don't even really care about the Knicks. I'm actually happy that they came back and lost that way because I, I enjoyed watching them cry. I even watched uh, Nick Fan TV after the game. I fell asleep to it. I put it on YouTube just to see all the, the crying and the complaining <laughs> and the messages. And, and CP is my buddy. I've known him for a long time, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I loved watching him. You know, bitch and complain about it. No, I just, I, I just think that there's this, this level of delusion like that makes talking basketball. I, I, I love sticking it to Nick fans, not because of like any of feeling of acrimony. I just want them to understand where they really stand because that don't because they keep saying like, oh, we we're just like the, we're just like the the Brooklyn Nets of um 2016. No. No, you're not. It's, yeah, it's, they're a very weird fan base. It's um, not even they, they close. They have such a weird pride, you know. In that, and look, they are great fans. You cannot take that from them. Their two thousand oh, no, fans that, are I, loud. I think. I think that in terms of a of a culture, right? Like, not not what they're doing to to cope with all of this losing and just you know horrible rosters like. There's there's been so many sins committed by Leon Rose. I don't understand the enthusiasm, and I'm watching um, this dude Thibodeau not make any of the younger players better, marginalizing them, and basically besides RJ, RJ Barrett has played better. He he's 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 a good player, but is he is he Paul George? No, but like neither was Karis Levert or you know or or Russell. So it it's a start. Like the first thing the Knicks have to do is get draft a young player like him who's a NBA starter that could maybe make an All Star game. 
you know, once or twice in his career. That's the first step. They have to get those guys first. Uh, but, you know, there's nothing they can do. They couldn't get Morant. They couldn't get Zion. So they, they took the, the next best possible thing. Uh, no, what but that's really not concern. Is that's the top not pick looks brutal. Yeah, no, that's not for me. Like the RJ pick is the pick that you do in the dark. You know, there's no you can't get that wrong. You know what I mean? Like that's who that's who that they had. He was the right. he, go, coming into the that season. Some people had him number one overall. I I'm just not. My thing is. I don't see him being the third best player on what consummates a, a championship team nowadays. The standard now is last year's Lakers. Right, but just uh, like a Levert, he can be a trade chip that eventually helps you land one of those guys. It, I, look, again, he's not the problem. My problem is Knox, Niakina, uh Toppin. Frank like, is one of the weirdest play- I've ever, one of the weirdest things I've ever watched is this guy plays good one out of every game, eight games or so. And then the fan base, we play Frank. I t- and all the Knicks fans who I tell have told that Frank stinks over the years will just text me or tweet me, does Frank still stink? And I'm like, yes. I, that doesn't yeah. mean he's not like capable of scoring 15 points in an NBA game, but he, he still stinks. He is an example of development. Like He would have developed just like that under Billy King. Like they have no concept of like a vision on how to make a player walk a player th- through the process of becoming an NBA, uh, uh, a, a real live NBA player. I'm looking at Nick Claxton, and I'm saying to myself, one, they never rushed this kid. It, with ups downs, they they hid the kid basically for two years. When they finally start playing the kid, you know, you see, I, I see little things that could get get better, but I can look at Nick Claxton and go, if he could shoot, if this particular player can shoot um, 38% from three, he's going to be an all-star. Yeah, he'll, yeah. so I think really when you look at him, he has like all NBA defense potential too. Um, you know, he could be like almost like a Kirilenko esque type player. He needs down fifteen the line. pounds. He, yeah, he's got to get he's got to get stronger. He's a little cocky too, though. I like that. No, I I love that. I I, I didn't even know he had that. Yeah, he's got um, a little cocksucker in him, and I like that. Yeah, uh, there's listen. I um, I don't think he has the physical <laughs> um form to to be able to to do it because it's like he needs old man bones if you look at him he's he still has his he, he's a late bloomer clearly like, right I, he looks like i could beat the shit out of him yeah i, I i'm not i wouldn't like, be I scared could put him of him in the sharpshooter <laughs> and he wouldn't Boston be able to get out ass. right no he's he's real light in the ass um um but you give that kid just regular grown man weight setting in and and just pray he doesn't have a horrible injury record um that kid is going to be special and I mean, you uh, can clearly see the difference in the defense when he's in versus DeAndre it's night it's and night day, and day. <laughs> there you go right yeah i mean it, it it's it's just blatant it was blatant last night they, uh, again if they played him starter minutes yesterday they win that game yeah. You know what's funny about last night's game is, and I'll steal the Stephen A. like meme that's possibly out there. Mm. 
We don't care. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like we no, don't care. there's don't no Nets fans that's even mad about that loss yesterday. I watched the game at the bar, <laughs> and I was with my brother and a buddy of mine. I had, well, I was like, man, I haven't seen this guy in like a year. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, eh, like, all right, like they won six in a row, they lost, like they'll probably beat the Wizards on Sunday to start a new streak. And I, I legitimately didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hit, just like, a little twisted that the only part that I'm a little bit mad about is the fact that, um, you know, I, I'd like to see them get home court throughout, even if even in the in the finals. If they if they continue to play at the pace they have, they will. And essentially, if they beat like the Sixers when they play, make sure they have the tiebreaker. Yeah. I'm pretty confident they'll they'll walk away with it. I think their plan is to go downhill with with um like just basically like right now Kevin Durant, no, excuse me, um James Harden is pushing the the sled up the hill and they're getting close to the top of the hill. There's going to be a point in the season where it's just going to be like, all right, let's prepare for the let's prepare for real basketball now. And, I tell you, it, it feels like the playoffs too. Like I was driving home yesterday mm. from work. It's it was light out. Like the yeah. weather's getting warm. It's just getting that feel. Like I can't even like enjoy these. Games. I just want to get to the freaking playoffs. I don't care about March Madness. It, I've been like more focused on the Giants and what they've been doing <laughs> in free agency this week. I just want to get to the freaking playoffs, dude. I um, I'm trying to like I, like Sam is busy just from, you know, being a law student in the time of the year. It is myself. It's more like, what am I going to say on a, on a nightly basis? In it, when we're seeing the very best basketball ever played, right? Cause it, it because I don't even listen to any of the other net podcasts really anymore that I used to, because it, it just is. And we've kind of been doing the same thing. It kind of becomes just like a slurp fest, right? Like you know, what, it's I'm, not even fun. Like I want to like call you like an asshole, but I can't, because right? Because they win every week. Like, even if James Harden was playing bad defense, like how could you be mad at James? Harden? Yeah, James Harden is James Harden wants to win every night. Dude, he he's on a. It, it, I kind of feel though, like, and this this you want to be mad about something. I kind of feel like we're a pit stop for him. Like, I feel like really? he came here to get his KD Golden State rings, and then right. he's going to go somewhere on his on his own after that. It's possible. It's possible. But you, you know what? I, I kind of feel like – I feel like the way he's just going extra hard to ingratiate himself, I think he wants to say. If, if I, 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 I think if we lose – if we don't win the championship, that could change the conversation totally. But if we win the championship, I don't think there's any other two players that he would like to play with more than Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I think it would be just more of like, uh, I, now I got to go get one on my own. Like, I joined this one. Now can I go somewhere and and do it myself with, uh, you know, who, God knows where. I mean, these things come I, out of nowhere. You can I go think to he Chicago. Knows, or, I think he knows he's knows. not built like that, though. I, I Honestly, like... If if that's what he was thinking, this I, I think he would just be you know I'm protecting my body. I'm, I'm watching how many minutes I got to play. I I got a future in basketball. I'm this I'm I'm thirty whatever I am. I I need to 
I need to basically like protect my basketball. No, this dude is out there wanting to win everything. He he just loves to play. Yeah, I think it really just boils down to like he just loves the game. Why don't he loves the money that comes with know? it, the pussy that comes with it? <laughs> Listen, no, why? But why didn't we know he was that good? Like, because you don't did, watch him every night. I I didn't know he was that guy like that. He wanted to win like that. Because you didn't watch him every night, and what happens is the, it's just like in politics, mainstream media creates narratives that true. become reality. They're not always true, true, right? You know, CNN covers a news story one way, and Fox News will cover it the other way. Fox News covers a story that CNN may not even cover because it looks bad for their guys. So, like, it's just people's opinions are shaped by mainstream, unless you can actually follow it every single day. I always say you never know a player until he's on your team and you're watching him every night and you have a vested interest in what they're doing. Right. Even like in there, I watch a lot of Knicks games. I don't know them the same, their players the same way Nick fan does because I don't give a shit when they have like a, a, a minor turnover every night. I bypass it. They're like, this fucking guy does this every game. You know? Yeah. So that it's just a different mentality. No, it, def- it definitely is. It definitely is. What, what do you think about the way that they're bringing um, Blake Griffin along? I mean, I, look, I'd like to see the guy play, but I have no idea what kind of shape he's in. And this is just how the Nets do things. So it, it can be frustrating at times. Like when, you know, I'm at work and I'm excited for a game and I see that Kyrie's not playing. You're like, fuck, this is annoying. But right. it just is what it is. And they're, everything the Nets do is based on getting their players to perform at peak levels. And if they think that a guy needs a ramp-up period or he needs a day off here and there, right now the organization has my trust. Who am I to say that they need to do something different? No, I think I think you got to love the way they protect the players. The, it's consistent. The, and we know as it's like they almost have us trained now to the point of where, where players get hurt. We don't even question the length of time anymore. Right. When they said he had a, a groin injury, base. I was like, he'll be back on fucking Friday. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a groin injury. Just like he had a back injury, you know, KD's giving him fucking backbreakers on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, giving him the fucking people's nah, man. And shit. I think they recognize um, the brittleness of of Kyrie. I think that's, a, that's something as an organization you have to admit to yourself and you have to protect the player from himself. Like, he may have wanted to play. But I think they they, they definitely have a plan, whether, whether that plan is effective or not, I'm not sure. It's it's all if this all ends in a championship, that's it. <laughs> it do, it doesn't matter, right? How, yeah. how how much do you believe Steve Nash when he says Blake Griffin looks really, really, really good? Well, it's semantics. You know, does he look like Blake Griffin used to be really, really good? Does he look like Blake Griffin now, or, or the, is he looking really, really good based on the expectations? Um. I definitely think there's room for him to take Bruce Brown's minutes maybe or some of his minutes and, and hopefully a lot of DeAndre's minutes. Um, so I'm anxious to see him on the court. <clears throat> I know they asked him if he'll play Sunday. He said he doesn't know. Mm. Um, I don't know why he said that. Maybe he actually doesn't know and they're debating it. But I wish somebody would have followed up and said, does that mean there's a possibility he plays? Yeah, I, uh, I don't but, think that the team tells the player either. I think I think they open-ended. And they just have dudes sit like I, I don't. That's not different from what what I've heard. Yeah, from most dude, of the we, players. Do we have the worst Nets beat players, writers then. in professional sports? 
Okay. Are they good like, writers? Who the fuck who the who is the like Jordan Ranon? Yeah, like, who who's fuck. the Frank Isola? Who's they have nobody. Like like I think and I think I like Christian. I, I I think they're all good men. I think I think they're all good people. Um but I, I just think I just think they not one person ask a hard question. Lichinson does. Yes, yeah, but and they like they, they kind of and they've kind of they isolated Lichtenstein right. too. Like I think, I, I think I think sometimes he pisses them off. He he definitely had Kenny and Kenny Atkinson had on um on a, a head on a swivel. Like whenever he'd ask a question. You know, Kenny would you know get a little annoyed. You could tell Kenny is annoyed because they you know these people don't want to answer hard questions. But this is New York, man. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not impressed. I I'm, like Steve, but he sounds like he has like a mouthful of potato salad when he's talking. It's just like his, his voice is tough to, to listen nah, to sometimes. How how dare you, Steve Lichtenstein is my guy. He's that. Yeah, um, that's, that's fine. I'm not he's saying the, he's a bad guy. He is the only. He always sounds like he's clearing his throat. We. <laughs> <laughs> he's but he's all we got, man. He's gotta get he, him a lozenger. Like that's that that's a a, a lozenger. He's he's uh he's all we got, man. Yeah, we, and like none of our guys have any sources. They literally just like show up to the games, write an article, ask a few questions. None of them like dig. Nobody ever breaks a fucking story. Every net story is broke by Woj. And occasionally Shams. I, I've never. These guys have, have no a, sources. Occasion, occasionally, our guy Pooch, Pooch, Pooch has, Pooch, has put it out there first. Though. He's not a beat writer anymore. He, uh, that's true. But you know, it, it sucks. It, again, I'm not gonna <laughs> do the same thing I did last week with with Pooch. <laughs> but um, uh, no, he he. It was him and and Lichtenstein that I would think would ask a question, and I think. I I I think that's a, it's a shame. I and the Knicks um side of things aren't the same either. Like I it 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 really has turned into this real like just I, soft isn't the right word. It's just not engaging. It's it's they're, just they're not just, they're, they're not good writers. No, they're, they're good they're, writers. They're, they're I, not, yeah, I shouldn't say that. They they're just not there's they're not no, aggressive like, journalist. celebrity writer. Like like no guy in the beat really like that. Like if I need to go directly to a source for Nets information, mm-hmm. I'm going to this guy. With the Giants, they have a couple. Right. Like they have, you know, uh, Jordan Ranon, mm-hmm. who you know he could be an asshole. But like in fairness to these writers, like when the team's like doing bad, like they take a ton of shit from the fans. Like it's their fault. Um, even John Schmelk, who works for the team, that could have been. Pooch, who worked for the team and right. did a lot of uh, stuff for, it. we just don't have that, um, and that just shows you like how good things are going on the court. Is we're complaining about the beat writers. <laughs> so you we, know, got, man. we got nothing else to do. Well, you, have you been following the NFL free agency at all? Ah, uh, I just keep getting disappointed, man. Giants need to get this receiver in town, man. I I I look at these teams and I look at what they're trying to do. It's like we're in this perpetual. Um, phase of of rebuilding. I, I I think the Giants are getting close. the The problem is it's hard to get excited because I just don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Nah, he's not a good enough quarterback, man. But he just like has like Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill yeah, ceiling written yeah. all over him. Yeah, he's a, a good enough to get Ryan you fired. Fitzpatrick. 
you know. Uh, and, and I want to make a quick mention. I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out yet, but uh, Los's podcast. I think it's Ichiridis. Yeah. Check it out. They're doing a good job over there. No, I, you know, I um definitely got to give them a plug. Like Los is a, a guy uh, been on here early on, but he he knows his sports, man. And, and he, you um, know, it is he's just a diehard, and he he's always mad at his teams. <laughs> and, and his partner. Not our football way. teams is is dismal, man. Like I I need this championship, that'll yeah. get me through this winter, I, of of discontent with football. Like like I'm not even a, a in particular fan. I'm just a fan of New York City football, and it sucks, yo. Like neither yeah. one of them could be good. This is embarrassing. Well, I think man. I think the Giants are getting closer to, to respectability. They actually have some talent on, on defense. I just um, don't see a I don't see a Pro Bowl talent. That's like I don't see James Bradbury. No, he is like Bro, you're talking about. Up. This is this is the team. This is the team that uh that had Strahan and 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 and. Human Yora. Yeah, right. They've lost the pass rusher identity that they had for so long. That's that's what the Giants do. We rush the passer, and we have like if if I thought they that you could pull off like a a, a Phil Sims or Eli Manning, we always have like a mid level kind of. God, bro, don't don't you call Eli mid level. Not around me. I named my fucking dog after that dude. <laughs> Yo, let's get back to the Nets, man, and, and yeah. close this out. Yo, so so Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah, thanks for you, the memories. Peace. I, but what do you have to get from him? We've had this conversation. Your, your expectations are unrealistic. I don't think so. Yeah, they are. So I think we Is, can get a first round are pick there from 20, somebody. Are there, excuse me, are there 21 point guards that are better, I mean, that are better than... um. Dinwiddie in the, in the league. Twenty one. I what I'm trying to say is you think he's a top twenty one. I think least. he's a top ten point. There's at least twenty teams in the NBA that would that would take him over the point guard they have. Right yeah. Now. I don't know about that. I mean, look at our own division. Other than the Knicks, nobody. He's Yo, not. No, no. The Sixers, the Sixers don't have a point guard. Well, they Simmons is their point guard, but so I, they would love to have someone who could play off of him. Yeah, they would so love to have someone get... on the level of Dinwiddie. Look, you telling me that Spencer Dinwiddie is not better than Goran Dragic? Yeah, yeah, of course he is. I he's, think we can get a, what, a, a late first from somebody and a useful player. That's, I mean, that's a that's for me. That's the minimum because. Well, but look, you could you only can take what's offered, and, and the whole league knows you're trading him, no, or, and the whole league knows you're losing Orlando. Him. But it's about the demand. It's about what who who wants to get him under their cap. Like there's also a bunch of capped out teams that wouldn't be able to sign him, and even if they have cap, they don't have enough cap to sign Spencer Dinwiddie. But getting them, you know, under their cap uh, allows them to 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 be a little bit luxurious to to keep him. And, well, let's be and honest, it's going to have to be a good team that trades for him because a shit team's not going to give their draft pick up for him. Like Orlando's about go- to lose the playoffs to the Knicks. They don't. They don't need a, a draft pick. They need. They need Dinwiddie. They had Chasing Randall yesterday, y'all. Yeah, but there's no guarantee they can keep Dinwiddie. 
That's no. the, that's the fear for them. They're not going to give up a potential top five pick for a guy that could walk on them. That would be that would be ridiculously dumb. You, Dinwiddie is going to go where whoever best pays him. Probably. And and, and that's that's why you got to get him underneath your cap. You got to let the market be able to control the market, which they can if he's under their cap. And and no one could really outbid him or pay him well, what more. What he's going to do is he's going to he's going to hold your feet to the fire and say kind of like Leonard Williams was able to do with the Giants. Yeah. You just gave up this capital for me. I don't really particularly want to be here, but if you pay me the max, I'll stay. Exactly. That's that's a bad bargaining position for a team to put that. I, what I think is he winds up going to a contender in the Western Conference, and we get a, a, a good role player back for him and either a, a first-round pick or maybe you know, like a late first, or maybe that team is a second from a bad team. We get something like that. That That's my guess. Yeah. I, I If I'm Utah, I'm figuring out a way to get like a Dinwiddie so I can have I love, that. You know who I love him for? Denver. Love him adding him to that backcourt next year. You um, know, Jokic has the, and Jamal has the ball a lot. Um, Here's an interesting one. Mm. Dimwitty for Bol Bol and Denver's first. Yeah, done. That's I a would do that. that's a that's a that's a trade that makes sense for both sides. Yeah, your Dinwiddie is gonna win a playoff game for you, or or, or two. Or how about Dimwitty for favors in like a second? No, no, no. We have basic a bunch of Derek favors now. And we're gonna have our ch- our pick of Derek Favors at, at the uh, on the twenty fifth. So, yeah, I was trying to tell this to my buddy last night. I'm like, dude, like they're gonna get more players too. Like they still have two spots and Dinwiddie to trade. Like there's more reinforcements coming. Right. I I would like to see them use Dinwiddie as a way. If you can't get like a like I don't know why they can't Orlando and the Nets can't work it out and just. I felt like um, last night uh, Aaron Gordon was trying out. For the yeah, Nets. right. Yeah, that's all. He's an audition. The thing about Orlando is, if they're going to trade for Dimwitty, you want to add him to what you have. You don't want to subtract from what you have and add him. Particularly, but they've, they've invested in Vucevic. They can't. They can't trade Vucevic, right? Well, they should. I mean, they should trade everybody. And, I think that's my. And opinion. they're getting I think that their shot. They love that kid. That's hurt. Um, I can't remember. Faults? No, 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 not Fultz. Isaac's. Isaac's. Yeah, they yeah. they love that kid. That's their power forward of the future. They they need to get rid of Gordon, or get nothing for him. And I they have a point guard for problem. A rebuild package there, though. That's my guess. Don't forget they drafted Cole Anthony, who was playing well before he got hurt. Yeah, this is true, but he's not. And they have faults. He's yeah. he's not Spencer Dinwiddie. He's not Spencer Dinwiddie. Neither one of those guys are Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie, and neither one of those guys, like even hurt, even hurt, you you know he's he's more sturdy than those two. Here's here's an interesting option. Oh, I go. I guess Dallas can't trade us a draft choice because the Knicks have it. But mm-hmm. I was gonna say like Kleber from Dallas and like their first round pick this year. You know, maybe a couple of twos. Yeah, I I do that one too. I you know, do that. Like it's, that. It's just that Kleber is so much. He's not anything like, but he would play in the same slot as Nicholas Claxton, and I like Claxton better. Yeah, 
yeah, it's it, well, it what's what's happening is it's starting to get to like how are they going to work these minutes out when Griffin is there and and uh, Durant comes back and they they're going to trade for a player. They're going to have some good problems on their hands in terms. For me, of how DeAndre they, how shouldn't play. Yeah, it's getting to that point. I I know in my heart that Blake Griffin is better than DeAndre Jordan. One thing that bothers me about DeAndre is when the fans are like, he's fucking lazy. He's not lazy. This guy worked his ass off his career. He's old. He's old. And I... he's seven foot. He's going to die in his 50s. They, they, You don't see guys like that walking around. That's right. You don't see 70-year-old, you don't see 70-year-old, seven-foot-two dudes. Like... Right. I remember Blake Griffin when he was getting drafted. He went out with Boober and Carton and Carton goes, how does it feel to know you're going to die in your 60s? <laughs> he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, statistically, people your size like die in their early 60s. And he was like, I'm getting drafted tomorrow night. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> you know, so, Dude, you know, that, uh, DeAndre just is done. You know, he can still dunk because he's tall and long. And if he gets his feet underneath him, he, you know, he can still get up. But if he has to, like, quickly jump, it just can't happen. He's got to, you know, completely gather no. himself. No, 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 no. He, 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 the thing that's killing him is when people stop short, like he'll, he'll have the rim protected. Right. He'll be planted down there. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a big I am Groot just planted in the paint. But if a, a, an offensive player just shoots, stops three feet in front of him and takes a jump shot, he just cannot, he cannot run out and contest seven feet, yeah, much less contest. He's he's his he he has a few jumps left, but they're not quality jumps. They're old jumps, like (laughs) these. And and I think um, Blake has more. And I think I think it's drastic how much better in every single game that this has happened. Like they find finally Nash lets lets um Nicholas Claxton finish a game. But now Will it's happened twice. Center by the playoffs. I guess I it think probably depends on the buyout market and the trade market. If you get if you get Andre Drummond, then the answer is no, right? Right. But or if they trade for a center with Dinwiddie, there's always a possibility. Or if like let's say they did something freaky, like they got Otto Porter instead, and where it makes it where he could be a small ball five, but right. they could they could start the games with with um. With Claxton, I, I don't know. You know what? I just don't think they could do it, and it would work. But I just don't think when you're going for a championship, right? They throw a twenty year old in there. It's I as and and the difference between him and and DJ are are drastic. Is drastic. It's like he's. <laughs> I, I I gotta look at the plus minus again, but uh, it's a little ridiculous. It, it's it's been very glaring. The, just the the overall energy of the team picks up, the defense picks up, and he brings the same stuff on offense. But he obviously has more skill. And and going back to Griffin, he's lost his powers too. But Blake can actually dribble a basketball, shoot a basketball, pass right. it. When you're big like DeAndre and your whole everything you brought was athleticism and it's gone, what else is there? Like he, he gets dumb fights with the officials and shit sometimes too. Like it's just over. And I'm sure he's frustrated and it's probably a little embarrassing for him too. But it's just time. Take the sit there, collect your money, collect your rings. 
and enjoy yeah, the come, show. Come in on some mop-up duty. You know what I mean? I I just don't I I cannot see him being better than than Blake Griffin. Um, I cannot see him being better than than Nick Claxton. It's like I said, the the difference between the two is drastic. And um, you know, like even the the game last night, he cost us the game last night in the playoffs, <laughs> dude. And so like they start games down, they go away from him, they they get back into it, they start the half down. They take him out and they get back into it. It, it was kind of like the same thing in the past. I thought right. they were going to lose the Pacer game because I was like, they're going to pull him, meaning Claxton, at some right. point, and they're going to go to DeAndre and the defense is going to suffer. Kudos to Nash. He stuck with him. Yeah. Um, so he's getting better. Nash is getting better in regards to those. Things. I think he's getting a little bit more balls on the sideline in terms mm-hmm. of things like that. He feels like, all right, look, like, fuck this guy. I'm, I'm just going with what I think is best. So right. he's I- getting better in those areas. And. You know, Jeff Green is kind of his pumpkin is his um carriage is turned back into a pumpkin. Um, not that he's playing horrible, it's just he's limited. He's Jeff Green. He, well, look, he was he wasn't going to shoot fifty percent from three all season, but Jeff right. was excellent in the Nick game and as well, and then the Pacer game as well. He he's he's been everything for a minimum signing. You could not have asked for better. Oh no, I I will sing his praises. I think that's been. You know, that's a legendary net signing. He will hit a big three in the playoffs for us. And so he's going to have a big, his moment will come in the playoffs. He, he's, he's very, he has a very Robert Ori-esque uh, aura to him. I, yeah, I agree right. He gets that. up too, man. He's just a freak at that age. He, he gets up and he fully extends when he tries to dunk. Oh yeah. Like he gets his hands up there. You know, you're not blocking him. At that. He's and he's got, the he's oldest guy on the team. Beat, though. Yeah. It's free that, those kids. <laughs> He's a little bit work, but that—that's why I, I I greatly just think that the Nets have to add, you know, some size and athleticism. They they do need a defensive wing. That's what the newspapers are saying they're looking for for uh, for uh, Dinwiddie. But we'll we'll see. Let you you wanted to say something before we do uh, the games coming up. Uh, well, I would just say like they need like a better version of Bruce Brown because in, in the playoffs teams are gonna really strategize to have to force him to be the playmaker oh yeah yeah and that's you know you need somebody with unfortunately for him is you've already seen the adjustments teams know that they can test that he can't shoot over the bigs um he's just too short he doesn't get up enough and he you know he doesn't have the arm length great guy love him good rotation piece but in terms of the playoffs if they can get a guy bigger than him right but who could also help on the defensive side you know he can take a seat on the sideline next to uh tlc Durant and Nick Claxton together on the court can look crazy. How about this one? Durant, Claxton, Otto Porter, Kyrie and Harden. Jeez. Give me all the links. Jeez. Yeah. Yo, that's that's kind of unfair. <laughs> that's that's a lot of length. That's like of all length. arms and just guys that all those guys have played defense at some point, and every right. single one of them can score. That would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to the let's get to the week because I don't even know the schedule. All right. So tomorrow we have the Wizards. Okay. Right. That's our bounce back win, right? And we we owe them one too. Correct. Correct. This is a this is a busy week too. Like so tomorrow we have the Wizards. We, I, I think I think Kyrie and um. 
Harden had a little bit of a rough game yesterday, but I, I think Nash has found some things out about this team, and he's gonna pull the trigger faster. If not, if not, go ahead and start uh, the young Claxton. Uh, you've seen him do some controversial stuff, you know, previous. But uh, I think for this team, like the Wizards that have these young bouncy front courts, you, you you're gonna need to uh, start playing Claxton. In, in those um, um, spots, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You you think that's a dub? You uh, I mean look, they're going to be probably like ten point favorites. So yes. Yeah, I'm I'm still going to bet. Uh, We're not getting swept by the Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we got then we go west. We've got the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. A 10 p.m. And I think it's Utah on a back to back, right? Correct. Was like I, I wonder, do we there. do do we uh save Kyrie? For the for the Jazz, or do we um save him? What I the, actually because I'd love to see I, him against the Trailblazers. I would let I would let them play against Portland. And then I honestly I would I think James needs to sit for a game because he's logging a lot of minutes. His, his yeah. three point shooting looks a little flat. Let take the Utah game off. You're probably going to lose it anyway. Just you know let and let you know let Chioza run out there for thirty five minutes. I don't want I don't want to see Chioza. I rather see. No, I don't understand why he doesn't play him, like the nights Kyrie sits. Like for a, even like just in the first half, if you give him like a four or five minute spurt, he'll get guys shots. You want to know what it is? The they they keep thinking that TLC is going to bounce back. Yeah, I don't think TLC is bouncing back. I think I think he'll have a good game here and there, but I think this is we're we're just seeing what TLC is, and I think uh, you know. Nash got uh, overly impressed by TLC and has been using him more than he, he should. You know, TLC in, in a practice setting is gonna a coach is gonna like him. He's got he's long. Yeah, he he does play hard, and he, you know he, his shot looks pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't so I go can in. see. Yeah, well, like he's either hot or he's very very cold, and he's usually cold more often than not. So I can see why. Teams get tantalized by him, but I've seen enough. Look, he he's just the bottom end of the rotation kind of guy. Yeah, fourteenth, fifteenth man. I'm living in Tyler Johnson's trailer park, yo. That dude has been playing pretty uh, good. His pits stink. You know they he, do. But he's so fucking musty. He's he's our guy. He's our musty though. He's he's like, the kind of guy like when he takes his socks off, like the lint sticks to his feet. Are you kidding me? Tyler Johnson doesn't take his socks off ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, trail, but which, so so which one is the dub and which one is the L? The trail well, I'll, I'll say we beat Portland and then we lose to Utah. All right, I'm gonna say we win both. Uh, Pistons okay. on Friday. Dub. That's the game we lose. <laughs> nah, it's dub. So so we'll be talking about it. I I I I mean, last week should have been uh, a clean sweep. We lost one. Yeah. We didn't cover on a couple of them. <laughs> but. All right. And the last did... thing, where does Dinwiddie wind up? I, you know what? I have, I, I don't, I haven't the foggiest. Like, I just know they have to get more than a first round pick for him. A first round pick <laughs> at least is the minimum. A first half, it, they have to be doing things to recoup what they've lost in these, um, in these trades. And I'd say particularly, I would like it to be a first-round pick in the 2022 draft because mm. we have one this year. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't really want to add two rookies to the team. Right. 
Right. Like, no, that's, you know, there's, that's a good there's way not to think be about room it. for two guys picked late. You're not going to hit to... Nick Claxton twice. In right. one Although we we kind of have, we've done it. We've, <laughs> he's been eating in those. Other than the Kuruks uh, and Musa and Musa draft, which I remember, like I remember watching that draft and being like, I just watched like three hours of this slog fest for the Nets to draft two guys I've never fucking heard of. I knew Musa, and I, I was a, a Musa fan, but I uh, he I think he got here and just was like, yo, I'm rich. He. He's the he's the white version of a of a black kid coming from the hood and just being overwhelmed by the money and the fame. Yeah, I, you know, because he was Kuroks awesome. got traded again. Who? Kuroks got traded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the move. He's they yeah. want him. <laughs> he'll be he'll be he'll be in fucking Bosnia or wherever the fuck he's from. Yeah, I, I can see him. Um, I can see him playing in the Spanish league. He came through the Spanish league. So I yeah, take your money and, and go home. Yeah, you made you, you made billions. Thanks Congrats. for the memories. Congrats. So, Jazz game is the L. The Pistons game is the one I'm more worried about. I, I got us. I think we both have them going three and one this week, just in a different uh, way. But look, four and zero wouldn't shock me either. Uh, I, I, but I would be surprised if Kyrie and or Harden played both of those. Portland Utah games. I just I just don't see it happening. And that wraps that up, man. Hey, I'm getting vaccinated. My second vaccine Monday. Mine's the twenty eighth. Let's get back to fucking life. Absolutely. Let's get back to the Barclays Center. Yo, I am at Eve Darboos. This is my guy, Bam. You stuck with Bam forever. I, whatever this past first eleven shit is, but. We will be back next week with Brooklyn Nets Weekly uh, here on the front office. Let's enjoy this championship, everybody. It's on its way. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.